podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, a brand new bite-sized show going out every weekday of the football season. Each episode will give you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Wednesday the 14th of September. Tottenham suffered a late collapse in their Champions League group game last night at Sporting Lisbon. Two late goals in the 90th and 93rd minute gave Sporting a 2-0 home win and all three points. Reflecting on the defeat, Spurs boss Antonio Conte said, The Champions League level is very high. You have to reduce the mistakes because at the end you can pay and we paid. We paid a lot. An 89th minute Joel Matip header gave Liverpool a vital 2-1 win in their group. Liverpool have been struggling in recent weeks, but a much improved performance at home to Dutch champions Ajax ensured their first points of the campaign. Manager Jurgen Klopp had demanded a reaction to the Napoli performance, and when comparing the two games he said, I think if you put the two games, Napoli and tonight, next to each other, you wouldn't recognise that it is the same sport. It was all different. The start was different, the middle was different, the finish was different. New Chelsea chairman Todd Bowley has suggested the Premier League should introduce an all-star North versus South game to help raise money for the English football pyramid. The Blues' American co-owner has also called for a four-team tournament to take place at the bottom of the table to decide who goes down at the end of the season rather than straight relegation for three teams. And in tonight's games, Rangers play Napoli, Chelsea play RB Salzburg and Man City play Borussia Dortmund, all at home, all at 8pm. Those are your headlines. Right, let's start with uh, Tottenham. They imploded at the end there, all very Spursy. Here's Theo Delaney, host of the Spurs Show and the Life Goals podcast. Just reflecting on last night's defeat for Tottenham in Lisbon to Sporting uh, in a game that I felt was actually even and, in fact, Tottenham might well have won. It reminded me, in many ways, of the game, uh, the first game in the group against Marseille, which was a pretty even game, and Spurs won it with two late-ish goals thanks to some inspirational play from um, Richarlison. Well, last night, it, was, um, it just went the other way around. Evenish game. Sporting looked like a good side who, could, um, you know, who will give other teams problems. Marcus Edwards, obviously outstanding, and that, that's slightly troubling that we let a player of that calibre go. I know he had lots of off-field problems, or allegedly so. But I thought they were a good side. They were at home. They had the crowd behind them. So... You know, to make it an evening, an even game as we did, to probably arguably create at least as good chances as them, possibly arguably better, uh, was no mean feat. And we got done by two late goals. The, the corner was extremely difficult to legislate against. It was a brilliantly delivered ball at high pace at that near post. And if you get the right contact on that, you're going to score. And they did. And then, of course, the, the second goal came very, very late when Spurs were uh, chasing an equaliser. So I'm not unduly bothered. You're not going to go through the whole season uh, without losing. And so if you're going to lose a game at this stage of the season, the best competition to do it in is the Champions League because you can afford to lose a game in the group and go through. And losing away is not the end of the world. It's no disgrace. Um, I felt lots of things just didn't quite come off for us yesterday going forward. Some of the passing was a bit slack. Um, Emerson Royale has taken a terrible pacing on social media, as he often does, but actually... He puts in so much. He delivered a fantastic cross at one point. I know that sounds unlikely if you didn't see the game because that's not his strongest suit. But he he brilliantly got to the byline and put in a ferocious uh, low cross, which really should have resulted in a goal. And there were a few chances like that in the game. He's got a lot of um, stick because sometimes his delivery and his passing and his decision-making is lacking. But you cannot fault him 
for effort, that is for sure. And of course, Conti's sees something in it. It's not as if he doesn't have any choices in that position. Doherty can't get off the bench at all. He won't even, he doesn't even seem to be benefiting from any kind of rotation. Royal, Emerson Royal plays every game. Spence, the young acquisition from Nottingham Forest, very highly rated, can't get anywhere near the team. Lucas Moore is injured, but he's another option at that position. So I think the criticism Emerson Royal's getting is, is over the top. Son's now starting to get stick because he still hasn't quite clicked. I thought the last couple of games he's shown signs of um, getting back to some sort of form. And he looks like it looks like a classic case of he just needs to score. And uh, that will restore his confidence. And uh, normal service should be resumed. But as we know, we, we're choosing from four or five players now for that front three, if you, if you include uh, Lucas Moura. And let's not forget Hill, who is a very highly rated Spanish international who never gets a mention. So I'm not, again, unduly worried about Son. I think Conti's doing the right thing by giving him plenty of game time, keeping him on the horse, as it were. Um, and I think he'll be all right. So losing is never a happy experience, but it could have gone either way. And as I say, <clears throat> if you're going to lose... That's at this stage of the season, that's probably the one to, to lose. The important thing is now that we regroup and win on uh, Saturday against Leicester, who are struggling and have their own problems. And it's really important to get back to winning ways there and take that opportunity. And I think most people will expect us to do that, although it won't be easy, of course. There are no easy games in the Premier League, as they say. So Thea Delaney signing off after last night's unfortunate defeat. Cheers. That was Theo Delaney, host of the Spurs Show and Life Goals podcast. Uh, next up, Liverpool. Let's go from uh, the ridiculous in Tottenham to the sublime and Joel Matip, last minute headed winner in the Champions League. Doesn't get any bigger than that. Uh, Alfie Brown, he is our resident Liverpool expert. He's a comedian uh, and he's an all round good egg. Here's Alfie. Joel, Joel, Joel Matip is severely underrated, I think. Uh, the uh, vertical passing, the bringing the ball out of defence, the ball carrying, the, uh, you know, all these things, you know, dribbling and passing, they used to be called, didn't they? Uh, he's sensational. I adore him. He's such a big, tall weirdo. Can't get enough of him. We look so much better. Him and Thiago make such a difference to how effective our build-up play is, how many... Angles we have to create from uh, how uh, much more effectively we can bring the ball forward. It was good, but it wasn't perfect. We looked a bit sort of nervous. Uh, Trent was great. He wasn't at fault for their goal. That's all bollocks. You know, Fabinho and Thiago should have been further back. If they were there to cover Matip's space, then Matip could have covered Trent's. And, you know, the whole thing could have worked a lot better. But no, I, I'm not buying that that was his fault. So, yeah, better. Uh, but uh, absolutely delighted about the time that we have now to think about what we're going to do. And I'd like, you know, Darwin will come good. I have a, I have a, I have another, I have a whole Darwin voice note to give you one day. Bye bye. Let's finish off on this Todd Bowley story. Then um, he has announced that he believes a. All-Star game should be introduced in the same way they do in American sports. Uh, NFL does it. NBA, the baseball does it. They all do it. Uh, he suggested a similar thing over here. Um, I'm not going to get into it too much about what I think about this. It, it, essentially, it, it strikes me that he's come into the league and he's trying to put a stamp on things. We've seen him try and put his own stamp on Chelsea and their recruitment. He basically is in charge of everything at Chelsea at the minute, as far as I can tell. Uh, and now he's trying to put his stamp on the league. Um I think a lot of it is probably just bluster. Uh, 
this idea, this notion that the money raised from an all-star game would go down the football pyramid is just a nonsense. The Premier League, it doesn't not give money to the leagues below it because they don't have enough money. It's not because of lack of finances that they're not redistributing this money. The Premier League is the richest organisation in, in, in the world in terms of football, apart from maybe FIFA or UEFA itself. But that's not the reason. There is no way that anyone could possibly believe that, oh, it's only because we don't have an all-star game that we're not redistributing money down the football pyramid. That's just nonsense. It's, it's a way of him trying to get people on side. I don't think it's going to happen. It feels incredibly American, uh, which isn't a bad thing inherently, but it just feels like it's a, a cultural difference that probably won't be overcome so quickly. There's a reason we don't really have cheerleaders and halftime shows. Crystal Palace have cheerleaders, but... Generally speaking, we don't we just don't do that sort of stuff. I don't I don't know. Maybe that thing will change over time, but I don't think Todd Bowley's the guy that's gonna that's gonna uh, instigate this change. And on top of that, you've got the likes of Jurgen Klopp making a good point of of well, when are you gonna when are you possibly gonna play this extra game? You know, the, the schedule's already so packed. We have a week off whenever a royal person dies. We have a World Cup year in the middle of winter, which, which stretches the schedule so much. And and Klopp makes the point that you know the, the American sports have four months off. Baseball, I think it runs from I think it's end of March, start of April until the World Series in October. So they've got uh, October to April again off. The NFL only goes from September to February. It's, these these are not comparable things at all. Um, so yeah, largely a nonsense. All right, that's all we've got time for. Those uh, that's your that's your show for today. Um, we'll be back same time tomorrow to talk about the uh, Champions League games. Uh, Chelsea, Rangers, Man City all playing tonight. So enjoy those games. I'll see you tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.